or surreal real world now. So we're doing our fifth cultural market in Beckenham. So I've invited a couple of defenders as well to come on to this wonderful show. Thank you so much, Imani, for inviting us on to talk about the Queens and Rudy J Black History Cultural Market that's happening next Sunday, 31st of October in Venue 28, which is in Beckenham, BR34LS. So we've got some wonderful vendors here. And we've also got my business partner, Rudy James, who will also tell you a bit more about the event. And we can introduce some of the vendors that we've got on the platform this evening. So over to you, Rudy. Hi. Welcome, Imani. Greetings. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for the invite and thank you for all the listeners. Uh, a short introductory is what Joan said about our, our cultural event, our cultural event, the cultural market. And it's our fifth one, and we've got a wonderful one coming up this Sunday on the 31st. And it's in Beckenham, and there's a grade two listed building called Venue 28. So you could Google Venue 28, and we'll be there on Sunday from 11 a.m. until 5 p.m. Yep, where you could see vendors who are selling items and also giving advice. And it's individuals who are from our community. Our community is from the black community. And they have um, lots of entrepreneurs down there. They have individuals who are selling different array of stuff. We've got an artist. Um, when I mean an artist, I mean picture artist, not a music artist, a picture artist who does um, pictures. We have individuals who are selling books. We have individuals who are selling, um, uh, what shall I say, facial and, and clothing products. And today we've got a few um, who we're going to introduce in a minute, who will tell you what they're doing. Um, um, so I won't surprise, I won't spoil their surprise, so we will introduce them. But just remember, the 31st of this month, Black History Month, October, at Venue 28, and that is in Beckenham, Beckenham Road. And if you like public transportation, the nearest train station is Clockhouse. Clockhouse is via the London Bridge Line, or you could take the tram, to Beckenham Road, or various buses. Um, I'll hand you back over to John. Thank you, John. <laughs> right, so, and the platform we have um, Bonnie's Blossoms, who's been to, I think, nearly every market. Euphema is a mother and daughter business. And we also have um, A&J Creations, who does um, events. So, for example, like if you've got a wedding or a birthday party or some event coming up, this is the person to go to to get you all set up. So, we've got a couple more vendors. Hopefully, they're going to join us as we progress um, with the interview. So, can you quickly introduce yourself to us, um, Euphema? Okay, so good um, evening, everybody. Good evening, listeners. My name is Ufuma Agwenifo. Um I am the co-CEO, co-owner of Bonnie's Blossoms. So as John said, Bonnie's Blossoms is a mother and daughter business. Um, we mainly focus on ready-to-wear head wraps. So we know that, uh, I believe that every woman at some point in her life will go through a bad hair day. So our business is solely there to take care of those bad hair days. Uh, the head wraps that we do are ready to wear. So you just, it's either a one piece or a two piece that you just pop on as a hat, but it looks really realistic as if you spent ages tying it. So 
we like to say that we hold a cheat sheet to head wraps. So if you're not a professional and if you don't know how to tie head wraps, we've got you covered. You know, so and also the satin lined as well. So in producing our products, we've thought about hair care as well. So they're satin lined on the inside. They're also adjustable to take care of like various head circumferences. Um, we've got them in plain fabric. We've got them in African print. So it's something that would save you time. You know, save you the frustration if you're a bit of a perfectionist like me, where I like to have like either the perfect bow or the perfect bun. The best place to get your head wraps is from Bonnie's Blossoms. Lovely, thank you very much. And we've now got on the platform, Karen, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us about your business? Thank you so much, John, and thank you for hosting uh, this event this afternoon or tonight. Um, so ANG's creation is a small business that started during the pandemic. Um, my background, I'm a, I'm a nurse and a midwife, and I work within the NHS. But during the pandemic, I had to, I ha I've always had this passion of designing um, events and creating stuff and dressing tables and and i really really love this um so i decided that i was going to turn it into a business and so forth um in june of this year i first registered and launched angel's creation i've had years of experiences doing different functions from running corporate functions to running small private functions and so my speciality is niche, I've niched down to under 50 people, under 100 people, um, really homing on the pain points of my customers. So for example, if you have an issue finding a venue, if you've got issue finding a photographer, a videographer, if you're fight, if you're having difficulty finding shots, if you just have the general day to day business of arranging, this event and ensuring that you've got everyone there at the right time and, and, and right time to go with your event. I am the go-to person for all of that. And um, so I host small baby showers and in the Caribbean communities and in our African communities, we tend to do baby shower like nobody else has done it. So we host massive or small baby showers I cater for all of that. I do all the balloon decoration, get the boxes ready, down to preparing the invitations. So if you ever need these things done, I am the person to come to. So uh, I'm speaking, Joan, and I'm handing back over to you. Oh, thank you very much. So that gives you a, a gist of the kind of like breadth of businesses that we work in, the creativity all wonderful micro business within our community and if we don't you know it's really about doing these events so that everybody knows about them so we shouldn't really be scratching around looking for people you know we've got all this wealth of talent in our community so really it's about you know we give individuals of that micro business an opportunity to just showcase their wonderful businesses so it's really really exciting i see we've just had um Laverne. So from Lavi Creations, who's just joined us on the platform. Welcome, Laverne. Hi, good evening, everyone. Good evening. So can you tell us a little bit about your business, my darling? 
Um, my um, business is called Levy Crafts, and it's a business that started off as a hobby, as, as some people do, and it, it's grown leaps and bounds, um, mainly due to this platform and giving me the opportunity to show my wares. And what my wares are are normally um, glasswares and ceramics, and I've brought into paper crafts now and cards for the black community so my art is afrocentric so what i tend to do is i find images and meld them together using various um, um uh, things that you can use on the internet and um making my own things making things different so um i love glitter so most of my stuff has had glitter or gemstones or something like that and i can make things that are personalized personalized for your friends and your families and gifts so that's what i mainly do for my business and it's a what if, if you love bling this is the business to check out <laughs> people you know me i love bling so <laughs> Anything Lavern gets her hands on, she'll just bling it up. <laughs> because you know they say diamonds are a girl's best friends, but they also can be boys' best friends too. So we're not limiting it to ladies. Men like a bit of bling too. It might be a little more subtle, but men like a little bit of bling too. And um, on Saturday, or oh, Sunday, I should say, I'll be showing a little bit more for the men because I feel they've been a little bit neglected. So there's lots more for the men this time. So because I've had the uh, the queries. Okay. Oh, interesting. I look forward to seeing your stall on Sunday in the bird. <laughs> great. Great. I look forward to being there. <laughs> And we also have the wonderful James, I'm sorry, James, who does the wonderful okay, sauce. Well, could you tell us a little bit about your business? Good evening, good evening, everybody. Um, so my name is James uh, Mansure, and I am the cook, the face uh, of um, Papa's pepper sauce. So we... Um, our small family-run project, uh, myself, my wife, and our two kids. Uh, we make our own African-inspired uh, hot pepper sauce. Um, basically, I'm from Sierra Leone and my wife's from Uganda, and uh, we love our hot flavor. We realize that a lot of the spice, a lot of the sauces that we, we, we've been using, they're not being like, taught to what we like, like either like really hot, you know, blow your head off hot for no reason, or they're, they're, they're warm, but like the flavor is not quite there. So, you know, we was, and we've tried a lot of different sauces. Some of them have a, little, a bit of a tangy taste to it. So it was like, you know what, we need to just try our own thing. And so we, 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 one day we decided to make our own sauce for our, for our home, um, and we kept on making it. And our friends and family really liked it. And one day someone was like, you know what, you guys might be onto something here. You should really about taking out to the wider public. Uh, we was apprehensive at first, but um, someone who put me in touch with John um, and the, you know, the cultural market that happened in Beckham and said, this might be a good platform for you. So I came along, uh, registered, and our very first ever event, um, taking our source out to the wider public, uh, we sold out. And it was like, wow, what an amazing event, what an amazing feedback. And from then, it's really snowballed. Um, we went back to the second uh, cultural market again. Uh, and again, we saw that there as well. And we decided, you know, let's ask John to be a regular feature. We had this 
we're not leaving John. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so we 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 are, we, are, we think we're onto a winner here. Well, actually, we know we're onto a winner with our sauce. Um, and the thing is, our sauce is actually very versatile. So you can actually cook with it, you can marinate with it, you can use it as a dip. Um, one of our English friends use it as a mixes mayonnaise with it, has it as with his chips and things like that. So it's a very versatile hot sauce. It's hot, but it's also flavoursome as well. Right? We're very proud of it. So it will be at the cultural uh, event on Sunday um, with our waves. That is a little bit about us. Wonderful. So back over to Marnie. So you've got. I was enjoying <laughs> listening to you. Joan. Do you want? Do you want to take it from here? Because what I thought would be great. What I thought would be great is if each person can really just say um, the importance of Black History Month and taking part in something like this and why people should come out. And like you said, you you know, when we were talking a little bit earlier on, you were talking about how lovely it was that, um, was it last year when obviously everyone was in lockdown and the turnout was still amazing. So I don't know if, if, if each of you or one of you, you know, want to just, um, you know, just really sort of bring home to everybody why... You know, celebrating Black History Month and and taking part is so important. Okay, so I'm happy to go. <laughs> so it's Ufama from Bonnie's Blossoms again. So I believe um, Black History for me is every day because um, um, my brand is focused around trying to like reconnect the younger generation. So a lot of the things that we do for African print. And in most cases, because I've got um, teenage children as well, sometimes they say, you know what, mom, we love to print, but it's too loud. Like, how do you wear this? Yeah. And so we've come up with a concept where you don't have to wear it head to toe. You can just like take just like little pieces of it. So we've got like jewelry that we do in African print and we call that a piece of Africa. And we said, you can just wear that piece with anything else, you know, or even just like earrings. You know, so for us, it's just trying to like reconnect our kids, like reconnect the next generation so that our culture is not lost. So even like the fabric that we wear, they all have names. I remember like growing up, because I'm Nigerian, and just like growing up in Nigeria, my mom or my grandma would sit me down and say, you know what, look at this print, what can you see? And I think, just colors. My mom would say, no, look at it properly. This particular print is called Fiskil. This particular print is called Bamboo. And if you really look at African print, it tells a story. There's a story behind it. And that's one thing that I wanted to make sure it's not lost. The culture is not lost. The history is not lost. Like nobody should tell us that, oh, it's too, because people always say like African prince too bold. It's too proud or, or one thing, but we're Africans. Yeah. We should be able to wear African print boldly. And that's why we've got a strap line for our brand that says, we want you to blossom all year round. We want you to stand out. We're Africans, we're not meant to blend in. And like no one should intimidate us and make us think, oh, African print is too loud or it's too this. Or even if you're just talking about our hair, where people are trying to make us like tame the hair or like, why is your hair this way? Why is it that way? That is how it is. That's our culture. So we should come out of our show where you can wear an Afro to like a corporate environment and not feel intimidated. So for me, I just believe that black history, it shouldn't be just restricted to the month. It should be an everyday thing. And that's one thing that we need to start teaching the next generation, you know, that they're not intimidated. They should be proud. If you're black, you're African, Caribbean, wherever you're from, be proud of your culture. 
So for me, like black history is every day for me. Well said. You want to jump in, Laverne or James or Karen? Um, I don't mind jumping in. <coughs> for me, so excuse me. For me, um, black history means uh, black history means so much than I want. Um, for me personally, like it's it's the it's the journey, it's the story of our of our history, it's the story of our ancestors, it's the story of, of us as individuals. Um, and it's something that we shouldn't take lightly, especially when we live in this in this modern world. You know, we tend to forget a lot about our past and past history. But for me, it's something that we should never forget. And also, as a as a parent of two young young children, and I, 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 me and my wife have actually made a pledge, like our kids need to know their history, need to know where they're from, so they can actually appreciate where they come from and who they are. And and I get that. And I also talk to my other friends as well. If we know who we truly are, if we know where we've come from, if we know the, the beauty and the history that we hold truly, we will never let anyone diminish our lives. And I think that's the problem. We are not really... Um, the, the proper message of who we are is not really out there unless you go and dig for it. So I think for me, Black History Month is, is, a, is one avenue that kind of highlights that. But we should always remember this. It's not just one month. It's an everyday thing. Like the film said, it's an everyday thing, it's a week thing, it's a month, it's a year thing, it's history. And that's something that we should always remember. So for me, black history is so much, it's such a, it's a bigger thing. And again, like from, as a parent, I'm always emphasizing that we should our children. And as they're growing up as well, they need to know everything that you're black, you're beautiful, and you should remember that. Absolutely. Laverne? Oh, yeah. Um, black history for me is, is about embracing all the cultures, not just uh, as a black Jamaican background. I think we should embrace the African backgrounds and all the other cultures that are black as, as well. I think sometimes in the Caribbean we can keep to ourselves a lot, um, but I think we should really embrace it, everyone's culture. Um, I've put some of the culture in my craft in that I've put some African prints on some of my my bags on my latest bags because um, I wanted to embrace the African culture as well as the West Indian and Jamaican culture and I think it also because as we're growing children that they learn what we also eat it's not just our culture it's what we eat I find a lot of the children don't know how to cook a good rice and peas or they don't know how to cook a good oxtail you know and I think those things they should also be um, brought in wherever you come from. Teach your children how to cook the other things because there's no one else to teach them that and teach them to do it authentically apart from us. So I think we should carry on those traditions and, and keep them going. Otherwise, they're just going to die out. And, um, and one thing I know is I like my food and I need it to be good. So when I'm old and I can't do it, my, kid, my kids to be able to cook me a nice, good dinner. <laughs> True, true. I mean, for me, you know, and that's why, you know, we could hold markets. We did, we did, we were doing markets before, as Rudy um, described. But we were able to, because we, it's, it's about, it's a bigger agenda. It's about black business. Yeah. And I've, I often say, you know, our business, they don't have the huge marketing budgets like, you know, Sainsbury's or Tesco or, or, or the others or like big multinational conglomerates. So we have to come together and showcase what we do. That's, that's really the crux of it. So, 
you're absolutely, you know, the vendors have really put it quite nice. It's not just about Black History Month. I used to kind of like hate the term Black History. It's almost as if, you know, we're there for a month and then where do we, we disappear for the other 11 months? It just didn't make any sense. But, you know, this is this is the kind of like system that we're in. So we just kind of like run with it. But we, we, we are, you know, strong in what we do. We're strong in our brand. And it's about Black businesses 365 days of the year, 24-7. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not just about the month. And what I like about the markets that we do, they're very vibrant and it is about, you know, they're very colourful. They've got um, such a good atmosphere and it's not competitive. So you've got the vendors that are there, they buy from each other as well as, as, well as the, you know, the customers, the supporters that are coming into the market. So Black History Month, we as black people know it's bigger than just a month. That's the reality. Yeah, it's much bigger than just a month. I don't know if Rudy wants to add anything to that. Yeah, I think everyone's kind of said it. I think, uh, yeah, we know that it's bigger. We as individuals uh, uh, know that it's bigger than just the 30-odd days in the year. But what the difference is that we aim to give opportunities to, you know, our community to showcase their creativity, showcase their entrepreneurship, and give them an opportunity to say, wow, I could be involved in something, or even empower them to move on to another career. Mm -hmm. And I think one thing what we try to do is, you know, when, when we have markets, we get a lot of young young families coming in, and, and when you see the young little kids coming in and, and looking at other vendors who look like them they're thinking wow this, i've never seen nothing like this before you know mm. and and it's really good education someone told me that you know what i mean and you, you kind of take things for granted a bit and because we've been doing it for a, a long while doing other bits especially within the black community so we do other events um within the black community whether it's entertainment or whether it's health and, and now we're doing um black market we take i, I think i took for myself we, i take things for granted that it's understandable. But when you hear individuals come and say, wow, I've never seen 25 vendors and they all look like me and they're doing this and I feel comfortable in the environment and I want to do something similar or that has boosted me. So when I go to school, I could then say, I'm going to now, you know, buckle down and do something because I could achieve things, you know? So these things are, are what, what is happening through what we do, you know, as, as Queens and Rudy J Media, the market is just one bit of what we do. But what we aim to do is to give opportunities to our community and uplift our community in, in all the ways. So mm. Black History, wonderful month, but we want to extend it every single month. That's my spiel today. I won't go on my soapbox, but thank you very much for this. <laughs> but it's, it's important to us and to everybody. Our vendors are, you know, our examples and they wouldn't be coming back if it never made sense to them. And it's making opportunities, as Laverne said, as Jane said. They came in through whichever way they came in at the beginning, but now you could see them blossoming. In a few years, you're going to hear these brands. I, I, I guarantee you, you're going to hear these brands all over. And you're going to say, oh, what happened? You know what I mean? I remember them. I remember listening to Conscious Radio and they were on there. So things are there. Things are there. And it always will be there. As long as we're involved, we would aim to give opportunities. 
So if individuals do want to contact us, because I know, you know, I can see people wondering, why you don't say how to contact us, you know? We're on Instagram. And if you look up Queens and Rudy J Media on Instagram, uh, you'll see um, what we do, etc. And if you really want to see us, come down on the 31st at Venue 28 in Beckenham. And then you will see us in the flesh and you'll see all our vendors. And we'll just appreciate your support. And if you can't make it, please tell somebody about it. And Thank you very much. Thank you. And you can also check us out. I mean, we did a Facebook live stream um, yesterday. Um, so if, you, if anybody wants to see what we do and to see the sort of like all the different vendors that we work with, if you go onto our Facebook, which is um, We Love Health and Wellbeing, there's a whole sort of like history of different um, Facebook live streams that we've done showcasing vendors. So we're very serious about what we do. We don't just, you know, sit and talk about black business and we want to support black business. It's really, you know, we're really shifting the narrative here. You know, we're really action people. We don't just talk about it. You know, we do stuff and we work really hard with our vendors to promote them, give them opportunities. And, you know, thank you again, Imani. Imani Speaks, wonderful show. Give us the opportunity to come on this evening and, you know, talk about what we're going to be doing. Because if we don't, you know, I always say, if we don't do things for ourselves, you know, come together and do things for ourselves. You know, who's going to do it for us? Or you'll have, you'll have other individuals um, probably outside of our community who'll be reaping the benefits and taking whatever from it. So it's really important. You know, I often say there needs to be like, you know, thousands of myself and Rudy as event organisers up and down the country doing this stuff. You know, we've got people who want us to come to Manchester, come to Leeds, Birmingham, London-based. It just shows there's such a need because they often say, you know, oh, we don't have anything like that. You know, oh, we want to do something like that. But it's to get, it's to get the logistics. And like I say, you know, we, we are London-based. But we're looking at that. We're looking at that because there is a need in the other community because we just think about London, don't we? You know, you've got black people all over this country. <laughs> You know, so, um, and that was really quite interesting, like, when we were Zooming, because when we were Zooming now under under Queens, you know, it's a bit like what Rudy said, you know, we had people from, we had one lady used to tune in from Spain every week. It was amazing, you know, and when you look at the kind of, like, the, um, the, the analytics, you know, people from Africa and the Caribbean, you know, it was, it was just incredible, the reach. So in a way, you know, it's kind of like galvanised us to just keep going. And like I say, you know, we, we love putting on the markets. You know, we, we, you know, we're really kind of like committed. I mean, you know, we want to see our, you know, these brands, wonderful brands, you know, mainstream. I say that all the time, you know. So it's really wonderful, you know. They, they've got the cards in um, the black card section now in Sainsbury's. And... When I looked and I thought, oh, I know a couple of the, of the designers there. And I thought, right, that's the first step. So, you know, guys, I mean, this is kind of like going a bit off subject now. But, you know, go into Sainsbury's and please buy the cards because they are by our black businesses. You know, and if we don't support them, all that will happen is that they'll remove them. And they will moan and say, oh, we can't, we can't buy a card, we can't buy this. But if we see the products in there, you know, going and oh, right, the card might be two pound, three pound. Doesn't matter. Just buy it. Just support them. <laughs> yeah, just support them because you know we, we want to see our products in in the mainstream. 
So that's so that's that's my kind of like my vision, you know. But what I, one question I do want to ask is, you know, we've got a new vendor that's going to be that's going to be showcasing at the market on Sunday in Beckenham in Venue Twenty Eight in Beckenham. So Karen, can you tell us a little bit about how it feels to be? It's your first time working with us, but tell us how, how you're feeling. Are you all prepared? Are you excited? <laughs> Oh, so thank you so much, Joan, for asking that question, because to be telling you the truth, I've been preparing my box now for weeks and every day I go into the box, take some things out, put some things in. <laughs> I'm just ecstatic because um, I learned about um, this on, um, on um, Clubhouse. This gentleman was in a room and this gentleman, Leon, says, oh, somebody I can put you in touch with. And so he back-channeled me Joan's number and said, reach out to this lady. She runs events. You can go and promote your business because the only black business um, association that I saw was at the Olympia. And then when I made inquiries, I wouldn't be able to afford to go to that venue to advertise NJ's creation as a starter up. Mm -hmm. So I must say that I really commend Joan and Rudy for putting this together and for being relentless at actually getting it going, sticking with it. I know there must have been some really difficult days and some very difficult corners to negotiate, especially in the venues that you you are using, like the Mansion House and and um, back in Beckingham Bay Venue 28. Because getting your foot it's sometimes um, our self-belief in what we can do, what we can achieve. And if we just stick together and just work together and smooth out the rough edges, and as you said, John, and if we see each other's product, support it. You might not want it, but buy it as a gift for somebody else because what we are actually doing is that we are digging deeper into our own community we're looking closer at the talents that we've got in our community and we're thinking bigger by excelling those commu our community. And if we keep working together, I mean, together as a force, you know, we can excel and we can stand because we're not minority. And I think sometimes when we hear black and ethnic minority, the word minority are no longer put into anything that I write because I am not a minority. If you look at the population on earth, three quarters of the population is black and ethnic groups. It means that the Chinese are included in that. The Asians are included in it. Black Africans, black Caribbeans, we are all from one place. And I heard my pastor said on Sunday, he says, he said this, and this became quite powerful statement. Black history is human history. We were all created from one being, Adam and Eve. Either we chose to believe it or not from a religious aspect. We are from one being. We are from Adam and Eve's generation. And therefore, black history is human history. So John and... And um, Rudy, I do commend you for this that you're doing. And for me, I have to honestly say now that I have to hold myself accountable for praying for this to go forth so that it's not to show anybody, just to give ourselves as a black community, as black entrepreneurs, as black visionaries and black creatives, 
the opportunity to excel, we need to really dig deep and start praying, visualizing, meditating on the dreams and the aspirations that we have, that we can one day, very soon in the future, go to the O2 and hire the O2 to do a black event, a black um, small businesses event. We should, we should be excelling. And therefore, it takes all of us as a community to pull that resources together by collaboration and by working tirelessly, getting our things out there so that the whole world can benefit from it, not just our community. So the world can see um, bunnies blossom hat. We have loads of cancer sufferers. It doesn't matter what their ethnic minority is. But they could show up at a show because, oh, I've seen that I've never seen it before because we're excelling each other. So, you know, on our Instagram, we should follow each other. We should post about each other. We should brag and boast about the talents that we've got in our community because we're not from a purpose background. We're actually coming from a rich heritage and that excel in our, in our in our company. So thank you so much, John, for asking that important question. And I'm going on mute. <laughs> You're very well. And, and, and this is very much a journey, you see, for money for a lot of businesses. You know, when some of them contact me, you can actually hear the fear in them. They're so frightened. You know, they have these wonderful products, you know, and, you know, they're just, they're just thinking, oh gosh, will anybody buy my product? Well, you know, what will people think? But I always say, you know, You've got to try, you know. I remember when Laverne, you know, and Laverne, she, you know, she, she's such a wonderful person. I mean, Laverne was a, a hairdresser. Well, you can speak for yourself, Laverne. You know, tell us your. Well, I remember speaking to you, and you, the nerves. The nerves were terrible. They were. The nerves were terrible. I, I felt like I was, you know, going to be ill. It, that's how nervous I was, and I was exactly how somebody said. With the source, they were saying how they didn't think anyone was going to buy it, and I was exactly the same. Why do I think that my product is good enough for somebody else to want to purchase? But it's all about knowing your worth. And I must admit, Joan, you have really showed me how to come out of myself a bit. And um, I'm here trying to, not to burn my hands while I'm doing the cut, by the way. And um, showed me how to really know that my products are worth something. Yeah, so I thank you for that. And I thank you, Marie, for letting me go on the platform. And I said, my, my business has really, really blossomed. Um, I wouldn't have put myself on Instagram. I wouldn't have got any followers. Yeah, it's a real amazing journey. And, that's, and this is what, you know, I mean, really can come in here as well. This is what it's about. It really is about, I think, one of the, one of the things that's really at the core of it is about giving business opportunity but then you know we're quite um rigorous in what we do that work with us they need to have basic they need to have business insurance you know i like when our vendors come to market their stall is properly put out you know you've got a nice table covering you've got you know there's ways that you know potential customers contact so it's a it's a whole um, education you know when you when you when you join up to be a vendor with us, uh, it's 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 yeah, it's it's really yeah, I can't wait for Sunday. <laughs> um, Joan, hi, it's Ophelia here. Can I just say something about Laverne? So Laverne, I think maybe you don't know how good um your products are. So your products are really good. 
you know i think i've just made a sale even as we were like talking online that's how good the products are but also just i think you touched on something as well that's um, really dear to me you talked about people with cancer so what we've done as a business we attended an event um, for people surviving cancer and what we tend to do anytime we get that opportunity is just give a gift a head wrap to someone that's got cancer because i believe that the hardest thing to go through in life is to go through cancer you've got other things to worry about the last thing you want to worry about is you losing your hair so anytime we have that opportunity we just give the head wrap to like people that are suffering from cancer you know and that's our just way of just giving back to people because going through cancer is hard even just coming out of your house is hard and like i've had like cancer sufferers say oh Sometimes you're given a piece of rag and you just tie it on your head and it's a stigma. Everybody knows that you've got cancer. And we just say, you know what? Have one of our beautiful head wraps. You blend in. No one will ever know that you've got cancer in terms of that. So at least that's something that's like dear to our hearts. Anytime we have the opportunity, we're happy to just like gift a head wrap to anybody that's suffering from cancer. Thank you very much for that. Blossom. And I think this is what we talk about when we talk about opportunities and we talk about, you know, empowering, you know, our own community, but within our own market, our own vendors and our customers. So you can see just by the, the, the testament, testimony what's been happening. You want to be involved in it. And, and that's what we're trying to encourage. And, you know, if we do work together or... If you want to contribute and be part of it as a customer, as anyone could be a customer, it's just to visit one of our uh, markets. And as we said, we've got one on Sunday. And we would encourage anyone to come down and see what we do. And, you know, and it'd be also good for you to actually participate by a customer. Or you may think to yourself, oh, I've got a business. How could I then, you know? move it from what James and, and Laverne and the rest of the vendors started, or even come like one of the bigger vendors who have been up for years. Mm-hmm. And now they're really, you know what I mean? That is their livelihood. So uh, please visit us and um, contact us. But thank you very much for the opportunity to be talking to the audience today, this evening. Mm. So I've got thank you, I've got another quick now tell me, are you all prepared for Sunday? What, what have you got checklists? How do you prepare for market? I know, I know, we do as organisers, but how do you prepare for market? For me, oh, <laughs> for me, like I've just, um, I've just um, gone to get all my rooms. I've, I've always been ahead in terms of my jars and labelling stuff. Sorry, can some? I don't know if someone's um on if someone can go on mute because it's causing a yeah something on yeah that's it wonderful is that better yeah that's can you hear me? yeah okay so I was saying for me because our product is a fresh produce we make it as close as possible to the to the venue um so to, to the time we're having our the event so literally I've got all my raw materials and um, tomorrow or Friday I'll be getting uh, most of it and then on Saturday I'll be up all night preparing and so I'm used to it now so 24 hours before the event I'm up literally up all night preparing and the thing is because I'm dealing with chili 
I'm dealing with Scotch bonnet. Like by the time the event comes, my fingers are all burning because <laughs> I tend to forget to put gloves on sometimes as well. But yeah, it's 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 a habit now. I'm used to it now, you know. So yeah, so for me, it's nearer the event. That's when I'm preparing all my all all all, all the all the products, but the, the raw materials and all the raw produce is bought in advance. Fantastic. So you have a plan. Very good. Exactly. Euphoma, how do you prepare for market, darling? So I think for us, because we have an online business, we tend to always have stock. Um, so for us, it's just like packing up, putting it into the boot. But I think one thing, and probably, John, you probably noticed, that any time I go to an event, the styling of my table is it's always different. Good. It's always, it's always different. So I kind of like tend to like visualize, okay, how is it going to look? What would be where? And just to like keep people excited. So I like to like move things around. But in terms of like stock, because we've got an online business, we've always got stock. We have to have stock, you know, because our lead time to get things out to customers is two to three days. So when we're quiet, I think like, so we always, we're always in production mode. Always in production mode. We always have at least anything that's listed online has to be in stock because if not, we won't be able to like deliver on our SLAs to customers where we say we'll send your head wraps out to you in about two to three days from your order. Yeah, that's fantastic. And and this is and this is part of you know the strategy. You know, you don't just walk up to market and think. You know, there's a lot of work preparation wise from a vendor's perspective you know, in going to market, and even for us as organisers, I mean, think, Rudy, you can jump in here, you know, all the planning and preparation that we have to put in because it, it, markets don't just happen. Yeah, and, and, and that's the reality. Everybody has a role to play within it, and that's how we kind of form a structure, and I'm going to say a team, um, but we need everybody to play their part. Uh, as was mentioned earlier on, it is sometimes it's difficult when you try to find venues, etc. But that's that's our role. The role where the vendors come in is to ensure that their products are at a certain um, a standard, and also that they it, it looks I'm going to say appealing to a customer base, and that's where the learning and development um, works in. So when I think when individuals come to the first one and vendors come to the first one. Uh, and you ask them what did they learn by the time they come to the second one their, their table is totally different because you know it's a learning process you know and and that's that's really good for us to see that yes they're taking it on board and it's about development mm. and the customers notice that as well because customers come back again and i want the same product or different products and and introduce into another um products which are in the in the um in the market so the market is a varied market we we aim to have a, a, a variety, and as they said, eventually we will have a whole um, variety of different products where you can get anything you really want to get within reason, as long as um, it is um, conducive to our community and it, and it encourages our community to develop itself. But John, those questions, what you was asking, I'm glad they answered that because on Sunday I'll be looking forward to see who was prepared. And to see who's going to sell out first, like James. James always comes to me with those pepper sauces, and he always comes back and say, Rudy, I've only got one or two left. And then he's thinking, I should have bought more. 
I should have made more. Got, exactly. And that is such a good testament. It's really, <laughs> really a magnificent testament. The same, I've, I've say Laverne and, and Barney Blossoms. Uh, I, them head, head wraps. I've got so many pictures. I take pictures when I go up there. <laughs> and I, I, at those tables, every time I see, I know you're, you haven't been there, you was away and your daughter was there. And I'm thinking, wow, this looks different, you know? But it just shows the creativity of our people. Give opportunities and they would then reap the opportunities. Mm -hmm. So the key is that we create opportunities, but we need our community to support the opportunities. And they have been. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, it's been wonderful, but we need to move into another, another stage now. So we need our community to come out and support us and other markets or other individuals mm -hmm. around um, supporting our black cultural market. Absolutely. Well, I've got another question. So what I, what I really want to know is, you know, Queens and Rudy Joe Media, you know, we're, we're doing the markets. But what, 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 as vendors, what entices you to keep coming back to our market? Because there's loads of markets out there. So let's keep it real. So, you know, what is it about what we do? What makes it so different? What makes it, what makes it for you as vendors working with us? Okay, I think Jones for me. So I attend a lot of events. Um, so the very first time I attended is the organization. You're really organized, like super organized. Even before the event, we know where your table is going to be, in what room. It's numbered, so we're not like scuffling around, you know, to find a table. In addition to that, I think the Facebook live calls that we do are very effective. So just to give you a taste, so the other day I was walking around Brixton when we had the reparation march this year, oh and someone God. said, I know you. Immediately I freaked out thinking, mm. and she said, you're the head wrap lady. I'm thinking, okay, it's obvious that I always wear a head wrap. And she said, um, I saw you on Facebook live. And I saw you from a distance and I recognized your product and I came to you. So that is how effective it is. Like loads of people, you know, just say, okay, I've seen you on Facebook live. And I'm thinking, okay, the only Facebook live that I've done lately mm -hmm. is linked to Jones event oh. in terms of that. So the organization is on point um, in terms of like promotion, that's like a hundred percent ticking the box. But also, it's like the community, like the vendors there. It, we're kind of like it's like a family, like a mini family. Everybody's looking out for each other. There's no competition, you know. And we just gel well. And I think it all comes from the top because if you were disorganized and if there was like conflict and strife. It would like it would pass down. You could see you would see in the vendors, and I think yourself and Rudy, like big tick hats off. You work really, really well. If people didn't know you, they'll think you're husband and wife. <laughs> yeah. So that's how well the chemistry is. So I think that's that's why I keep coming back. It's just like the lovely community, well organized overall. Oh, thank you. And listeners, I did not pay her a penny. <laughs> But it's good, it's good to get the feedback because I don't even last. We, we literally just go from one market to the next. And that's how it's been for the last couple of months. As one market is done and we kind of like reflect and see how we can tinker things and we move on. But it's always, it's always about 
making it the best. So they're always good, but we always try to, you know, what can we do to make it even better than the last one? We're always striving for, you know, uh, we're always striving for perfection, even though, you know, you can never reach perfection. We're always striving to be, we want it to be a really good experience for the vendors and we want it to be a really good experience for our customers, our, you know, our supporters that are coming to market. So thank you so much for that, Bonnie's Blossom. Mm. You very much. Really appreciate. Well, I just edit there one minute, um, and that's why we we I won't say we move the venue. It's just that our strategy is to move um, things around just to see how it works. So when we do get other opportunities, uh, it, it makes it more a, a user friendly and a fresher look. So venue twenty eight, what we're using now, that's a new venue to us. Mm-hmm. So in the summer we was out um, in Beckenham Place Park, as people know that. And that was a park in a mansion house in a park. So you had the park. Now the winter season's come in. That contract's finished. And we found another contract for the two um, winter ones. So I'll just let you into another bit where people may or may not know, but we have got another market, a, uh, a Christmas market coming around December the 12th. Just in case individuals feel they can't make on Sunday, we've got in the same venue you know, our festivity end of year on December the 12th at the same venue, 28. Mm. But if you come to our one on Sunday, you'll get more details on that. Yes. And our markets are free to attend. So, you know, there's no excuse. And you can actually start your Christmas shopping early. Mm-hmm. Well, come to market on Sunday. Yeah. The timing, the timing is 11, sorry. The timing is 11 a.m. till 5 p.m. on Sunday. That is yeah. 11 a.m. Sharp. We operate. Yes. Yeah. And our markets do open on time. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, please do come on down. Hopefully the... And it's, it's an indoor market, so yeah. you know, we've mm-hmm. got so many businesses that are going to be at market on um, Sunday, so you know, we've got We've got we've got a wonderful artist that's going to be there. We've got um, Jamaican heritage. Um, they're going to they sell books from all over, you know, from all over Caribbean, Africa. You can come and get your meringue products, hair products. Um, if you're into like African fans and print, um, what else have we got there? We've got, we've got like- cakes. We've got somebody who does some wonderful cakes coming down. Wow, oh. I tell you, wow. Sorrel, you know, I don't know if you like Sorrel, but I like Sorrel and Morby. We have somebody doing that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, we've got somebody that's loads, you know, lovely black cards and books and mm-hmm. notebooks. So, and you know, what we find each market is different. So, you know, if, if you can come down to this market and, and come to Christmas market, you know, it's, it's, it's just amazing. And it just, and it goes back to what I said before. I mean, we, we, we've just got a sprinkling of the businesses, but there are just so many businesses out there. And what's been really, really good, you know, I'm actually taking bookings for um, our Christmas market. And it's just fantastic. All the new businesses that are going to be coming to showcasing at Christmas, at the Christmas market. So I'm really excited about that one as well. And there's not many spaces left. So if anybody does want to get in touch with me, you can then hook me up via Instagram. So if you go onto Queens and Rudy J Media and just message me, I'll come back to you. Yes. If you want to jump in, my money. 
Oh, <laughs> I'm actually texting. Um, I'm getting questions about um, the event. You know what you're doing, and I'm and I'm replying. Um, you know, you, some someone talked about young people. How, you know, what's the response and what's the turnout for young people at the event, and how important is it for our young people to attend? Uh, I, I I'm going to say it's very important um, for young people. I'm going to say for all ages, but if we focus on young people. We, our young people are very creative, very entrepreneurial. They have directions, which I'm going to say, which I never had <laughs> until older age, but um, they're, they're, they're way ahead. And because of how the e-commerce work and how um, technology works in this world, they like to grab opportunities and see other, other opportunities happen. So when, when they come to the market, it gives them an inspiration to say how they could, a couple of things, how could they be involved in it or how they could learn from it and have the, the empowerment to develop their creativity. Remember, they have more creativity and um, access now in 2021 than you had in, in um, 2010. So now young people come and they see these things. And remember, their, their environment... I'm not saying it's different, but they like to socialize and do different things. So on a Sunday, they may say, we want to go and, and, and do something um, than, um, I don't want to say, than drinking or, 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 or partying. I'm, I'm just being so stereotypical. But they want to do something else. And when you look at, especially like the markets, you see people from all generations coming in. Remember, it's a market, so they're coming in for half an hour and look around, purchase, and then they move and they do something else, yeah? But it's something what they do. They're not just going to sit at home. They're, they're, they're finished with that now. They understand what, what the reality is, but they come in and they want to open their minds to different products. And I'll be honest with you, one thing what I've seen and I've learned is that black people younger, and oh, I'm going to be very, younger people support a lot of other young entrepreneurs. And that is one of the key things. When other people who look like them, same age criteria, you see them coming in and they will just come and they will just purchase or communicate with them. And then they say, yes, we understand what you're doing and we aim to support. So that is so crucial. And, and when I'm talking about young, you have the school children coming in and you could see them coming around and looking and their eyes are just mesmerized and lighting up to see, oh, I've never seen so many black cards you know what I mean? They've never seen so many black, you know, uh, especially like cars, like what Laverne may do and glasses, what, what uh, individuals may do. Black sauce, you know, like pepper sauces. Then they just see it like in Sainsbury's and corner shops. But when they see the actual person behind it, they're thinking, wow, this is, this is good. And, and they, they would think, this is what I like. And to, to them, it's, it's second nature now. They expect to see that. So when they go to somewhere else, they wonder why aren't we here? So it's so crucial that uh, that they're there, and they are there. I'm not going to lie to you; they are there. But what we want to do is make everybody be aware of it. But one thing we always hear is, "Oh, I never knew it came on. Oh, I never knew," you know. So, thank you to Conscious Radio and yourself for letting the community who wasn't aware be aware of it. And can I can I just add to that? You know. Growing up, you know, remember, we're, we're like first, second generation. So 
you know, we, when you come home, you, we had that real Caribbean feel, you know, the cooking and your parents. And we had that kind of, that kind of, you know, growing up that background. But it's been going through the generations now, you know, it's so like my grandchildren. They're not so much in touch with the culture. So that's why it's so important, to, you know, to have market because it's such an eye-opener. You know, a lot of these, a lot of our young people, they don't even realise that there are all these black businesses out there. So when they come to market, they are, it's a bit like what Rudy was saying, they are in awe, you know. even I've even had adults come in and say to me, my God, look at this, 25, 30 storeholders, all black. Even they are in awe as adults. And that's why it's so important that we keep putting on the market because in a way we have to try and shift the narrative it's so important that, you know, people become engaged and know about what's happening out there. They know about all the different businesses. You know, I remember we did a Zoom a couple of months ago and it was to do with um, children. So we was, you know, so being in lockdown and a lot of the young people were, you know, unfortunately breaking down and, you know, becoming unwell because, of course, they couldn't see their friends. They weren't at school. And we did it... Um, we did, we did, um, we had vendors as well. But one of the interesting things is, and we had, and I had speakers come on the platform talking about that business. So a friend of mine who's up in um, Leeds, he runs the funeral directors. I remember looking in the chat and somebody was, and the person said, and I've got, I've got the chat saying, I never knew there was a black funeral director. And it just shows how, in a way, you know, our knowledge base is just kind of like not there. And there's quite a few funeral directors. But you know, the person, the guy put in the chat, and he just logged on off charts because we shared the link everywhere. And he, he logged on, he, and, he, and he was just, and when he put, he typed that, I thought, oh my God, look at that. He never knew there were any funeral directors, black funeral directors. So what does that tell you? You know? So yeah, that's why, that's why, that's why I always, you know, I love market because even when I, even I'm in market and I'm shopping and I see some of the products and I think, wow, you know, the creativity and what I love is about the creativity, you know, they're good, it's good quality products. And, you know, what I love with my vendors, they give such fantastic customer service. They are so accommodating. The way I see some how they fuss around the customers. I mean, even with, with Bonnie's blossoms, you know, she has them on the chair and they're trying on the head wraps and she's fixing the head wrap. They really care. They really care about the customers. They care about the business. Yeah, I think, John, to add to that as well, I think if there's anybody, I think my greatest joy is the fact that I run this business with myself and my daughter, Naomi. And in those cases, I say she's the boss because she's really passionate. She's really, really passionate about the business, really passionate. And she's been able to like push it through to people that her age. Yeah. And I think, John, you probably remember, I think it was a bank holiday when I remember I was on holiday, but I was that confident to leave her. And she was my niece. So my, her and my niece came to that market on their own. And they were able to like run it from start to finish to the setup to collection, everything. You know, and that's the greatest joy. So I know that I don't have to wait till when I'm like really, really old to say, okay, Naomi, now I need to show you how the business runs. Like she's running that business, you know, as her own mm -hmm. in terms of that. And I think sometimes when people come to markets, the people her age, mate, she's able to, she's able to like have those conversations with them. She's able to like word African print 
boldly, even at university as well, because she's in university. And I remember going to pick her up um, from uni, like in the summer, and everybody in the house was wearing, all her flatmates were wearing our bonnets. Really? Yeah. yeah. Every, I couldn't even, like, even, like, when she turned around, I couldn't tell who's who, but they were all wearing the bonnets. Wow. And that's just like, an example of where, like, the next generation, like, we shouldn't let the culture stop with us. We should push it down to the next generation. That's it. Yeah. You know, so, and I think when you come, like, you see James, you see, like, James's kids, they all sat there, you know, in the market. So I think now is the time where we, like, pass it on. We shouldn't wait till when we're old and then we just start the manual of how the business works in terms of that. Because we, we, before you know, they hold the sheets of when it comes to like all the social media and everything, they're able to connect, make the connections faster than I am. I do the production, mm. she does all the social media. All right. Um, everyone, I want to introduce um, Supreme Spin Doctor. Um, he is listening to, the, listening to the conversation. He is a DJ, a well-known DJ on Conscious Radio, and he's done many events, and he wants to talk to you all. He was, you know, really um, enjoying the conversation. So, um, Mr. Supreme Spin Doctor, speak to us. Yeah, I'm just seeing it. Is my microphone working? Yes, we can hear you. We can hear okay, you. Okay, this is the first time I've ever done this. So this is a learning curve. I've never, ever gone on a Zoom and done a radio show. This is so innovative of you, Imani. Wow. I'm impressed. Yeah, um, yeah, just interesting. I'm just joining in the conversation, just picking up. Mm. I actually went to an event um, last week, Sunday, at the Climate Centre. And I've got to say, you know, sometimes um, as stall holders, I'm not saying your stall holders are like that, mm. but what I did notice was a couple of stall holders didn't have the, um, the thing that takes your credit card. Mm. You know, yeah, uh, the sum up. Yeah. The, the payment reader, the, the card reader. Yeah. And yeah. I've just got to say, these payment readers are so cheap to, to get nowadays. Because when people come out, and I, I don't know about your um, cultural event, but um, not everybody carries large sums of money on them now. Um, nowadays, I, I actually think that people only come out with ten, twenty pounds. But when you go to events and you see, and you see um, products that are, you know, a large sum of money, mm-hmm. I do believe that um, stallholders have to have. Um, a credit credit reader and that was one of the things that i noticed at an event that i passed went to you know so it's just something i'll just put out to your 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 stall holders thank yeah. you for thank you the other question is yeah i've never heard of beckingham um, <laughs> where is it um are you london based are you london based are you in london i'm from north london oh okay. all right um beckingham it's in London on the South Kent side of London. So it's in South London. Yeah. I'm not going to be the obituary to other. That's why I asked you where you're based because we have international individuals all over the world. So they may not even know where parts of London are. But where it is, I'm going to say it is in the South East of London. Have you heard of, you don't have to answer, of Catford or Lucian? in that region or Bromley yeah, so 
Uh, those, those are what, but if you Google venue 28, it will give you a direction from your home to venue 28. Mm. Hello? So if you were going to come, if you go, if you, you can take a train from London Bridge straight down to Clockhouse Station, and you, when you come out of Clockhouse Station, the, the venue is straight, more or less in front of you to the right. Okay. Oh. It's, it's, it's very easy to get to, because it's kind of like on the main. So, um, is this a regular event? I've just just kind of logged in. Is this a regular event you guys will do, or is it just a one-off Black History Month? I'm going to tell you that. It's, it's a regular event. So, we've been, yeah. um, we were initially doing events online um, through the lockdown, and the, the vendors told me that it's actually saved a lot of businesses. Because, yeah. Um, you know, obviously, you know, you know, Pre, pre-lockdown, there was a circuit. It was a black market circuit. So all over the country, every week, vendors will be out selling their products. You know, in lockdown, and a lot of them, and it just shows these sort of like different stages that our black businesses are at. So some of them are really good. You know, they've got websites, they're on Instagram, so they could still trade. But you had other businesses where they had no infrastructure as such because for a lot of them, it's a side hustle. Yeah day job and they, they've got this wonderful side hustle business you know that, that they're doing but okay we've gone into lockdown so luckily we were brave enough and courageous enough to test it online and it worked so we were able to help quite a few businesses to trade um, so we as we came out of lockdown and we did our first market back in um, July 3rd of July um, so we did four markets in total um, in Beckenham, in the Mansion House in Beckenham Place Park, and we always try and pick nice food for our because we want to showcase our businesses in the best places, in nice places. So we did four. We've done four markets prior. This is our fifth market now, which is going to be taking place at Venue Twenty Eight, which is Twenty Eight Beckenham Road, Beckenham Three Four MS. Again, a wonderful Grade Two listed building, absolutely beautiful. So um yeah so we um, and in actual fact before um the pandemic lockdown we were doing events anyway we did markets anyway so but we did them more from a health perspective so okay yeah health. Eric now but you can check us out on Instagram you can see all the different vendors that we've worked with so far um yeah throughout throughout the lockdown so if you, if you check out Queens and Rudy J Media on Instagram you'll find us on Facebook we're under um. We love health and well-being. So I've done loads of, you know, live Zooms um, with the vendors that we work with. So each event we have like we have like a marketing strategy. So, you know, a lot of the vendors on here will tell you, you know, we come together sort of like two and a half, three weeks before the event. And that's why when they actually come to market, it's got that family feel already. They more or less know each other, whether it be through the WhatsApp group, through doing the live Zooms through doing a radio interview because we have lots of different ways that we try and get them to connect so Excellent. when yeah. come to market now and it's a bit like what you family was saying from bonnie's blossoms there's that connectivity there's that family feel already they're not complete strangers so you're not rocking up to a market that you booked how many weeks ago and it's and it's cold every yeah yeah i hear that like with um james now who does the pepper sauce you know, his children, you know, and, and, and some of them, they bring their children. So James, he comes with his children, the children are running around. We have another vendor called SP Creations. Um, Shane, who's one of, who is our youngest entrepreneur, he's only eight years old. 
so he'll be at Christmas market, you know, and the and it's like you know it's like our own children they're running around they're playing but they're part of the whole market experience okay is there um you know you said the health um seminar the health markets you do do you hold seminars at the same time yes so when so before the lockdown we had a um uh, like a health and well-being event which was held in bellingham um so it was really because i'm very much the uh sort of like creative so really james is my business partner um so he's the one who kind of like helps to put things into action so to speak the mechanic behind all of this mm. so we so often i'll have the idea so what actually happened there it was out of my own health um issue i was diagnosed with blood pressure i i do a lot of fitness stuff and with that gets you get injuries i actually broke my toe i didn't know i broke my toe when I had to go through the operation, they saw that my blood pressure was through the roof. So I had to get that down. And then it got me thinking that, God, I've been walking over my blood pressure sky high for God knows how long. And it could I could have just been wiped out just like that. Mm. So I you know, so I said to myself, How many people are there now, especially within our community, that are walking around like that and who don't know? So I got I know and we know a lot of people, so we had a couple of um people um you know we have somebody come and talk about blood pressure diabetes menopause um how to heal yourself from within men's health so we only had five speakers on when we did that event but it worked and then we were going to do a bigger one last year but unfortunately we were in lockdown so then we had to you know be quite innovative and find other things to do so i created a walking group last year um back in june and when we had the third lockdown and government said, you know, we had to really, you know, you couldn't have the large groups walking, uh, doing activities. You know, we went to Zoom and the Zoom opened up. That's what like really said, you know, the whole Zoom thing exploded, um, opened up a whole wealth of different opportunities for us. Um, we wanted to try and support our business that we worked with because we weren't going to go out and do physical markets. Um, and hence, this is where we are now. So we're actually looking to um, get back into, you know, doing health events. I love health events. Um, and we are, I mean, we have a business called We Love Health and Wellbeing. And we, we recognise that, you know, when you look at the sort of like public health statistics and we are the more prevalent in when it comes to diabetes, blood pressure, obesity, and there are things that we can do, but it's really about getting those messages out from people, from us and from people that look like us, because the public health messages that are coming out now, they don't work. You know, they, we still have a, you know, a prevalence of people in our community with high blood pressure and all the other, you know, diabetes, hypertension, all, you know, all the other sort of like health um, issues that are predominantly that affect our community, prostate cancer. You know, we did a really good Zoom a couple of months ago with um, Errol McKenna, and we had a couple of them. Um, so we've got a YouTube channel. How could, I forgot about the YouTube channel. We've got a mm -hmm. YouTube channel as well called Queen's 2020 Lockdown Series, and you'll find on the YouTube channel all the different sort of like Zooms that we did. So when we did that particular session with um, Errol McKenna, and we had a couple of other people on there, it was really powerful because the feedback from that now, you know, 35 men contacted Errol 
Um, when we spoke to him a couple of weeks ago, he's working closely now with 10 of those men. Mm. Uh, it's in, you know, I say it all the time, it's, it's about, you know, we have to be empowered enough. You know, I, I'm not a TV presenter, but I just decided, right, I want to do this thing, you know. When, when we couldn't walk and I said, right, I want to keep connected with my queens. So the group that I run is called the Queens Walking Group. So when I had to... Um, Try and keep connected with the queen. I thought, what could I do? I decided to Zoom. I thought, what am I going to Zoom? Hair. Because all of us in lockdown, we can't trot down to the shop now and get things for our hair. We have to be doing our own hair jobs. Mm. So we Zoomed about a whole raft of different topics, you know, mental health. We spoke about menopause. We spoke, we spoke, we did hair. Oh, goodness. Help me out, Rudy. How many, what, what else did we talk about? Yeah, we had, we, roughly we had about 23. To 25 different subjects yeah um around health in in the widest term and yes we and the youtube channel is the best way to look at it because we've done so many done so many things, um 2020 lockdown and coming back to what you were saying about the health uh we as i said before the pandemic we've done health and well-being seminars and events that's we love health and well-being that's where we come from so we do indoor and outdoor events all around health for the whole community, young to old, and it was always free yeah. um, because of how we actually do it. The lockdown changed, and now we decided to go back into the market with the aim of going through the health bit. Yeah. But because of the the, uh, the 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 pandemic still there, you can't have X amount of people in certain places, and we can't hire those larger venues to do those events. So when we talk about larger venues, I think when we've done them, we're talking about 1,200, 1,800 people inside and outside, you know, the old time venues have football, all different things. So you're talking about large crowds of people. Mm. So we're, we're aiming to rekindle that as the pandemic moves forward in a safe way. Mm. So that's really to answer your thing, but our, our, our YouTube would then give you a flavor and tell you what actually happens on our Zoom. So the Zooms used to happen every Saturday morning, and we have numbers from, wow, some uh, up to 500 people down to 350 every Saturday at 8 o'clock in the morning, mm. talking about different subjects, different speakers, etc. So that's the kind of traction. But as I said, with, with, when you're doing something virtual, it's so powerful because you're dealing with with the world we have lots of individuals around different continents who would come and be guest speakers and actually be the guest and be participants within it mm. so that's how that's moved on but now we're coming out of the uh, lockdown pandemics moving in a different direction now we want to engage with our people the markets are the are one of the ways of doing it and we could control who comes in. We can control the environment as well so that it's safe for everybody. Remember, we have to look at safety issues, et cetera, health situations. So the market allows us to do that. And we've got a new venue now. Uh, they said venue 28, another, um, and that's indoor now. So things are really looking um, really good for that. So we just need our community and the public to support the event. So I hope that helps you with your question, DJ Spinner, around the health. 
Spin Doctor? Yeah, yeah, I was just trying to unmute myself. Oh. Yeah, um, and what yeah, you were yeah. saying about, I'm going to be, you know, what you, the first thing you talked about, about the card reader? Oh, yeah, some. I think we're, yeah. we're mo I'm going to say, but the majority of vendors all over now, it's, it's coming more standardary now. Yeah, mm. but we try to encourage individuals to to trade cashless. We, we we don't like too much cash around, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so no, well, we, I'm, I was just pointing out what I uh -huh. saw um, or had yeah. seen at the event that I went to on Sunday, and it's no disrespect to them, but mm. I did notice there was a couple of people that didn't have the basic, and I I actually right. think when you're coming out and trading. And we're talking mm. about you going into uh, a business. So this is yeah. a, a people who are doing stores. That's their entry in. Um, you know, mm. the, the thing is, I look at that. If I have a store and I'm mm. having a store, um, everyone that comes through that building is a potential customer. Whether they're spending five, 20, 30 pounds, depending on what I've got on my table. Yeah. I need to know that I can have Correct. every access to whatever whatever yeah. they've got mm -hmm. to be quite honest if i had a stall i would cater for the five pound market and the 10 pound market and the 20 pound market yeah. depending on what i've got on my mm -hmm. stall yeah so it's yeah. just that you know mm -hmm. i noticed that on sunday that you know yeah. I, 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 i'm gonna i'm just showing a point somebody had actually had to walk out the venue to the cash point to yeah. get money because uh -huh. this particular person never had that yeah and i thought come mm. on that's a and, and you know in, but in life what, what i'm just gonna just say something in, in, as i said part of, uh, of our role and i and i talk for ourselves we are we are there and we and it's a learning curve for everybody yeah so um that may happen to our in our thing i'm not going to say you have to have this you don't it's a learning yeah. curve but what it is is that when you learn about e-commerce you know how you then the next step is and that's what i said in the beginning a lot of our vendors started off just doing they started off at the beginning this is the first time they've done thing and i guarantee you by the time they come to the second one it's a whole different operation yeah. so it's us to give everybody an experience and then they learn from that experience to move forward so and that, that i'm sure that vendor would have learned from that experience and say what do i need to do now but they need the opportunity first to, 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 to learn and yeah. to learn in different stages. So I hear what you're saying and I agree with what you're saying, but we, as, as, as Queens and Moody J Media, what we aim to do is to move people so at the, by the time you work with us, you have the basic in every aspect. You have your insurance, you have your, your, your public liability. So you can walk into any venue and they're going to ask you three questions and you're going to say, here it is. And they're going to say, somebody told me this and I've got it now. Always you know, allow individuals to develop and learn. And you know one thing, I, I just want to bring this in. Mm. What I've noticed, mm. there is a, uh, um, this culture of pop-up shops now are happening. Correct, correct. You did, and I've noticed that that has happened. So again, it is, um, it is it's actually shaping you to being a business person, even if you're part of a, a pop-up shop yes you know you know and and that's what i noticed there's a lot of us that we have great ideas so it's good that we can action in action what we're doing small 
and then transition into a, a bigger business. Now yeah, I'm going to let you out into one of my my um, business businesses that I'm doing. But one of the things that I I have a problem with at the moment because of due to a lack of time is my branding, and I I'm actually want to do my own drinks. Is there a specific okay. drink that I want to do? But the labeling, I haven't had enough time. So you know what I mean, and I realized now that's the key thing: my oh, brand, wow. my la- my logo, my label, my X Y Z. So anyway, um, I I won't take up too much of your time because <laughs> it's I, a pleasure I, talking to you, and it's good to it's good to hear. Uh, you know, we we do a lot of work around the community, and it's good to hear you know from yourselves and you know from anyone about different experiences, and it helps us to kind of. Look at how do we develop that, you know? And we, we're here to develop as well as to nurture and give a good product. So not yeah. everybody's at the same level, but we could guarantee you that there's a base level and we will get you to that base level. Yeah? Mm. And that is what, what we need to do as a community. Get everybody to a base level, then you could then move up. And then when they're moving up, they're thinking, wow, this is an easy transition because they've already got whatever is needed at the beginning to make it happen. But you saying what you said there, thank you very much. And we will definitely look to see how we could enhance our, our market. But we also give advice to other individuals and other markets. That's part of the role I play. Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you very much for, for that. If I can just quickly add to that, you know, and it's interesting that happened because, I mean, the way in which we run the markets, me, myself and Rudy, we have different roles. We work together very well, but we have very different roles. So a lot of what I do is like, you know, pulling, pulling the actual vendors together. And I'm just looking through because I, I create a WhatsApp group every time we have a market so that people can start to come together. And I've just, and I, you know, I'm just looking through the group, you know, and I've got like, because with, with the WhatsApp group that we run for the market now, you know, and I tell them there's no good morning, there's no chatting, foolishness. It's about, it's about business, yeah? So you post it, you know, it's about, I, want, I need to get bags for my business. Where can I get bags from? I need to get a banner. Where can I get a banner from? You know, I need to get a card reader. Where can I get that? You know, that's the conversation that happens in the group. And when everybody gets pulled into the WhatsApp group, you know, and I, 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 I can read what, I, you know, now things to think about now that you're going to be a vendor at this event. Have you got a banner? It's not essential, but have you got a banner? Have you got your cards and flyers ready with your card, with your contact details on it? Are you going to have a particular promotion or competition at the event? You know, how will your products be displayed? I hate going to market and seeing things flung on a table. I find it really irritating. Yeah. I like your products to be properly staged. You know, so that you're going into a shop and you're looking, you know, you know, it's it's because we buy with our eyes, don't we? If something looks good, we will buy it. If it's fling down, you're not going to be interested. You're going to be reluctant to even go and touch it or pick it up. But especially in the pandemic now, you don't really want to be touching stuff. You, you, you know where I'm coming from? Table presentation. So I, these are the kind of conversations that we have as the organisers with our vendors. So you made a really, really good point there, Spin Doctor. So some of it comes from, you know, as organisers, we have to be also guides. We have to be advising them, you know, and like, you know, you've got businesses that are at our very different stages, you know, and it's about bringing everybody along in a safe um, and in a, in a confident way. Uh, you know, you've, you've made a really good point about that, you know, 
and you know and, and bearing in mind you know they've closed so many cash points as well that person was very lucky to be able to go and draw cash to go and pay for those products so yeah you made, you made a really good point thank you for that oh joan if i can just come in here this sounds like uh, you know when you go for a confession so i remember that my very <laughs> so it's a really valid point that esteemed doctor raised but i remember like my very very first event to be honest like when we set up the business it happened really quickly we were just like in the process of having a logo someone invited us to an event and before you know it they were saying have you got a social media presence no okay my daughter like rushed to do that have you got a um, card reader so we did apply for a card reader but i think some of said oh no it's a new business. We can't verify you. So we were at that stage where we went to the event. We didn't have a card reader because we were waiting for PayPal to agree. So we were kind of, so I'm sure like maybe people would think, okay, like you're not serious. How can you rock up with just like cash only? But for, you know, that vendor might be in the same situation that we were in mm-hmm. when we started our first event. But after that, we learned quickly, you know, that they say cash is king, but probably not anymore. You know, mm-hmm. like if you can do something that's contactless, it's even better. So I'll probably give that vendor the benefit of doubt that, okay, it might have been the first one. They probably would have learned from just like looking around the room how easy it is to do a transaction that you can do using a card reader. So to be honest, that was us at our first event. But we learned like really, really quickly. Even for us, like the pandemic, we set up our website in pandemic where we just thought, okay, we can no longer do face-to-face. We can no longer like go to events. What's the next thing? Right, set up your website. So some vendors have a business plan all set out and everything. But some people just say, you know what? I'm just going to start. So maybe for all you know, those people might have been in the same situation that we were in our first event. Our first event. But I just thought I would share this. And I'm sure they've probably learned from it because they look around the room and other people are making sales. And you probably have someone that really wants to buy something, mm. but they have a card and you can't do it. So I'm sure they've learnt. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll, just, I'll share that as well. That's a, a really good confession. <laughs> <laughs> You've been cleansed now. <laughs> I have been. <laughs> Thank you for that. So Imani, over to you, my darling. Sorry, I have been in the audience and I've been loving every minute listening to all of you and the questions and answers and thank you Spin Doctor for coming in and asking some questions, some good questions there as well. Wow, is there anything anyone wants to say? Um, also, does anyone want to just share their details? How, how um, I, I know Euphoma mentioned she's got a website, so people might want to check you out, um, you know, beforehand or, you know, whenever. Um, and any anything else that anybody wants to share? And Spin Doctor, are you going to go along to the event? Um, actually, I was meant to be um, doing an event myself on Sunday. It, um, and that's, um, well, it may not go ahead, but it was to be based around legacy. And we were going to actually show a film about um, a nightclub, a documentary about a nightclub that has closed down um, in its legacy, called Legacy in the Dust. But there was, um, it's just a v- little venue problem. So, I'm going to have to put it off, but I may ask your uh, um, this forum yeah. if you're willing to show films 
and do that type of seminar i would be interested and there are people that are interested in in turning up to events like that you know where we show a film talk about the film could be a film even to do with um business or documentary like the 5 a.m or 7 a.m or dr boyce watkins or anything like that because if everybody um looking at the forum that you've got here this seems more around business and the beginning of business and I, even myself I'm thinking you know what to take that step into business it's nice that you uh, guys are, have actually got a whatsapp group because yeah. it's like networking that's right you know, networking is your network your net power is very important yeah. very important who you're around yeah. you know who's uh, who's promoting it and I always say this because we've put, and, and Marnie knows this, we've done events with, with Brother Dougie, but you never, ever, ever, not all the time leave it up to the promoter. It's about you as a small business promoting yourself. Because a lot of people think, oh, I'll let someone else do the work. The problem that I see is that, um, you know, when um, you, you might have someone who sells um, cocoa butter creams and stuff like that, mm. you know, People want to know when you're going to do another pop-up or, or have another store to get another cream or another thing, but they don't promote themselves. Yeah. They leave it to the promoter. And I think, no, you, um, in your, I mean, as well as you selling me or someone selling me a product, I need to know, oh, where can I find you again? Yeah. You know, where can I get more of the cream or, Absolutely. you know, and I find that, Again, these are things that I've found out um, on the way that somebody has an idea, does a pop-up store, and you never see them again. And that was, to me, you, you ever heard about this previous performance? I forgot they called them 5Ps. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I forgot. I don't know if Joan knows it. Really? Mm -hmm. is, is it proper planning? When, we, when you come to one of our sessions, we would then educate you. And tell you, I understand yeah. exactly what you are saying. Yeah, it's so true what you are saying. I, I, you know, and I, I commend, I commend um, you bringing this to the to the platform. And I think yeah. what we may do is um, have another conversation about other other um, uh, subjects where what we specialize in and how we can get the community involved. I think I'll do it diplomatically now. Yeah, but yes, definitely what you're saying. You're on point. And I, I think the more we have an open and honest conversation with tangibility built within it, that means that you get something at the end, everybody mm. would, would read from it, especially within our community. And you're absolutely right, you know, Supreme Doctor, Supreme Spin Doctor, because one of the things, as organisers, I mean, we have a contract with our vendors that stipulates all what's going to be happening for the mm. event. And one of the things, and I think it's even in bold, it's the, it's all of us it's all our responsibility to promote the event yeah, yeah? so i mean even this evening you know, i've been checking out some of my vendors um social media platforms to see what have they been promoting you know so i will be having conversations with them because you can't just leave it down to us you know i'm sure you've probably been to events as well where you've gone there you've got probably 20 vendors and there's hardly anybody there yeah because Everybody thought that somebody else was going to be doing mm. it. Yeah. And that's absolutely awful, especially for the whole concept of black businesses. It's not a good look. It really isn't. Because you can yeah. 
you guys as a customer you think oh my god where's everybody and then you think the next time you're not going to bother to go yeah yeah it's, it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy you know and that's why we work so hard you know we do we do so much different things leading up to the event so i know to myself you know, and i'll say to rudy as well i know i can go to my bed and have a good sleep because i know that i've done everything whether we're promoting through instagram we've done the lives you know we've done some radio shows we've done all sorts of things to you know leading up to sunday and if and like i say if we all tell 10 people yeah that's and they tell 10 people well you know we'll hit you know we'll have a hit because we want we want the event to be successful for especially the vendors because they are the ones who are showcasing it's not about me and rudy mm. yeah it's about them so you know we you know we we, we try our best and you're 100 percent right when you say it's not just down to, to the promoter it really isn't you know, but we but we do what we what we do promote the event. Yeah, we do, you know the banners are up around the around the building already. I mean, there's even a business across the road, um, Jerk Garden. We've got our billboard out there, so the local community around Beckenham mm. know there's going to be an event in 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 Venue Twenty Eight in Beckenham. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're you're absolutely right in what you say. But yeah, please do you know connect with us, and we can talk to you about all the different um, other things that we do. <laughs> mm. you know, I, n- I noticed there's a a, um, a couple of other people in the group. Mm-hmm. Um, very interesting, innovative fundraising. Um, oh yes. yeah. Oh, so that's my that's my day job. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's my day job. That is what I was saying to you before that we have some really entrepreneurs in our in our community and yes. not everything is going to be revealed in this event today. Oh. As we move along, as we move along, we would then show and, and and showcase what we and what talent is in our black community. There is a lot of talent around, a lot of entrepreneurs around and there are a lot of educators around and it's mm. for us to have that platform where we could then showcase and thank you for this platform today where we yeah. are showcasing just a part of what we do but also to educate the community so they are aware of what we and everybody else in the community does so Imani thank you very much and conscious and especially Spin doctor for coming on, you know. Yeah, spin doctor. But well, I, I I needed to take the opportunity to see um, this um, the way you've done this, Imani, is amazing. I've never done this before. You've gone into and you're doing a Zoom and you're streaming it live through the radio, and I can see everybody in the room, which is amazing. So we we're, we're making use of technology here, you know. So th- this is how we should be moving forward. They're excellent. I love it. Yeah, I mean, anyone who wants to do this on the radio, you know, I'm, yeah, it's it's possible. So, any every, you know, anybody on the radio, any of the DJs and presenters, and I know you've been doing radio for a long time, uh, Doctor Supreme, and um, yeah, thank you for saying that. So, Imani, could I play a couple of tunes now or not? I want to joke. I want to joke. I want to joke. Yes, I'll stop music here. What have you got? No, no, no. I don't want to get. No, I, no, no, I, no, 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 no. 
that may that may be too political. No, I won't. <laughs> I won't no, I, I, you know this conversation because obviously I've just been listening and really enjoying it, and um, just the way it's just taken on a life of its own and going with the flow. You know, I just um, really have enjoyed it, and I'm sure the listeners um, are also enjoying it as well. Have you had any questions come in or? No, um, not not at the moment. I don't know if anybody wants to um, ask any questions. You can. Um, they could text me um, on this on this number here. Um, you can text on zero seven five five one four seven three seven three eight. I don't know. We haven't got. Um, yeah, because obviously we're way I'm way I'm doing it. I have to give my own um, details. Um, oh. So if anyone wants to text in and ask any questions, or if you want to come on the Zoom as well, um, that's fine. So you could text and and come on and and speak to everybody directly. But is there anything anyone else wants to say? Is anything else you want to answer, um, Spin Doctor? No, I just think it's a good opportunity for anybody who wants to enter into business, even just to turn up as a customer and look at about if they really want to get into a business, this is a, a good way to start. Absolutely. And I think there's a lot, a lot we, you know, there are a lot of people with ideas and dreams that they're not fulfilling. Yes. You know, say, oh, I wish I, I wish I could have done this. I wish I this and that. And like, even I put my hand up um, when, when I say I have the idea with the drinks. And then the next thing, that's why I looked at your, your friend Innovative. I was thinking, I wonder if he can help me with the labeling. Oh. You know, that's the power of networking. There's got to be somebody that probably could help me with the branding. And, and that's what I'm looking at. Oh, oh, somebody who, just like what you said at the beginning, there may be someone in the group that says, oh, you can get your bottles from here. That's so right. The, the networking, or we can come together, group collective, to buy things yeah. so that they can be sold at a reasonable rate at an event. Well, what I will say, if you're not busy, you know, try and come on Sunday and then, mm. you know, you've got... Yeah. You know, so many businesses there come and look at their products come and talk to james because he's got mm. a you know label on his product but there's going to be loads of other vendors there you mm. know it's at that market it might be the christmas market we've got a lady who does soul drinks um jj souls so she's you know her labeling there's loads there's loads of different business there and they you know and it's about sharing yeah about sharing like i said you know we've had them post you know where do you get your bags from where can i get packaging from where can i get whatever you know mm. you'd be surprised you'd be, you'd be if anything you're overwhelmed with all the different suggestions that have been a bit but at least you'll have them from a good source mm-hmm. so, yeah. oh, i will second that um john i think yeah i think if you visit you know one of our cultural markets it will kind of um will give you the reality and 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 it gives you it, it gives you um a chance to talk and see things which you may not even have considered. And I think that's what I think that's what we actually do. People come to our market and they're thinking, well, I, you know, I never knew that I could have done this or I was missing this and they talk to whoever and they were given that link or mm. say, this is how it works. So I think face to face that I think that's the difference with virtual and face to face. Yeah. You see things happening. So that that's what that's if the advice I'll give you now is we have two events. I'm going to say 
make it if you're serious about something, make it your interest to attend one of our two events at Venue Twenty Eight, mm-hmm. and then you would then see what we're talking about, and you could have conversations with whoever, and you could speak to to Joan and myself um, about you know other other situations, and we could talk to you about what you spoke about, you know. Yeah, um, just repeat your details again so the listeners can hear it. Right, so. Our Instagram is Queens and Rudy J Media on Instagram. On Facebook is We Love Health and Wellbeing. And if you go on YouTube, we've got a Queens 2020 lockdown. So Queens 2020 lockdown, you'll see a whole series of our um, Zoom and virtual events, which we've done for the last year, near enough the last year. On there, so that's our social media um, details. But we are going to be at venue twenty eight, and that's twenty eight Beckingham Road, and that is in Beckingham. B R three four L S for sugar. Nearest train station, if you use um, train stations, is Clock House. The line is to London Bridge. Um, there's various buses, so I've got my phone in front of me, and a tram. But if you Google Venue 28, Beckenham, gives you all the directions, wherever you are in the continent, to come to us. And we're trading from 11 a.m. This is this Sunday, the 31st, and we close at 5. Remember, it's Sunday trading hours, so 11 a.m., and we close at 5, and we start at 11 a.m. sharp. Mm. So people are really out there, ready to go in, you know. So mm-hmm. <laughs> they're ready, they're ready to come in, you know. So we welcome everyone to our events. And uh, just to tell you, if people cannot make that for whatever reason, we have one on the 12th, Sunday, the 12th of December. That's our festivity one, our Christmas one. Same venue, same timing, 11 till 5 p.m. And that's our Christmas market, yeah, for people who want to um, buy their stuff for the Christmas. But I would recommend that you go to this Sunday one <laughs> so you can wrap them and do whatever you need in advance. Okay, so that's our details. John, I don't know if, if I forgot anything, other details? No, 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 you've got everything. I mean, if people want to um, get a bus, um, they can get yeah, a I haven't got the uh, the library, Beckenham Library, um, bus 194, bus 227, 354 and 358. So that's buses towards Beckenham Library and Clockhouse Station. Um, the bus stop is right outside the venue. So it's, it's really easy, logistically, it's really easy to um, get to once you sort of like plan, plan your day. And like really said, we keep off at 11 o'clock sharp. So our businesses get there um, early. Um, set up and we are open for trading at 11 o'clock and we finish at 5 um, and again it's, it's, it's a lovely family um, environment and and it's free it is free people it is free oh yes yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. free 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 absolutely yes absolutely it's free so yes yeah, it's a wonderful event so um, we, could, we get our vendors to quickly mm-hmm. contact details and say their goodbyes no problem. I need to make a move shortly. The time is now late. Um, but 
Could I um, say, Imani, thank you very much. And um, thank you very much to Conscious Radio and all our vendors, all the supporters. Yeah. Thank you for taking your time out this evening. And on Sunday, Live Spear will be down there and we'll have a wonderful trading day and a, a wonderful socializing and seeing each other. And remember, part of it is to see each other and socialize with each other in a safe environment. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so any, um, did someone, did anyone want to share their details, their website or anything um, before we, we sort of wrap up and um, close for this evening? Okay, I think I'll go next. So for us, um, if you want to find us online, it's www.bonniesblossoms.com. Uh, on Instagram as well, it's at Bonnie's Blossoms. On Facebook, it's at Bonnie's Blossoms as well. So when you type in Bonnie's, it's B-O-N-I -I apostrophe S. And just look out for the blossom tree with pink leaves. You can't miss us. Thank you. Awesome. Anybody else? Yeah, I'll go next. Mm -hmm. So for um, for the chili sauce, um, we're, we're only on Instagram at the moment. So it's Papa's Pepe Sauce. So that's P-A-P-A-S-P-E-P-E -E -E Sauce. Um, we're on Instagram and all the contact details are there as well. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, anybody else want to share their Hi. details? Go ahead. Karen, are you still there? I'm not sure she's still there. We might have lost. We might, I don't know if we don't know okay. if we've got, she might be on mute. Yeah. But I just want to say this has been a really uplifting conversation and you know, look at the time and it's you know, I, I really commend everybody who's here um, you know, at this time, you know, taking time out of their busy schedule to share this information um, with the, the listeners and, and the community. Um, very, very important um, information and, and really sort of happy and proud to see our people doing great things um, out there and making a difference and sharing with the community. And can we can we also just, you know, can I just also say thank you on behalf of myself, um, Royal Queens and Video really Media, all the vendors that have come on tonight, you know, we so appreciate, you know, the opportunity and, you know, allowing us to just, you know, get the message out there because we, we want to see our black businesses flourish. We want to see them grow, we want to see them, you know, go into the mainstream. And it's by, you know, having like yourself, giving others the opportunity to just, you know, because you have to use so many different, you know, platforms to get the message out. And we are still going to hear once we've done this event. Oh, well, I never knew about this. <laughs> you know, so, you know, we constantly keep spreading the message, telling people. So this Sunday, 31st of October, Queen's of J, Black History Cultural Market. It is happening 11 o'clock sharp. It's going to be at venue 28, 28 Beckenham Road, Beckenham BR34LS. Come out and support our businesses. They are ready and waiting and rearing and all fired up, ready to go, ready to serve. They are ready to serve. Thank you, Marnie. You've been absolutely wonderful. God bless you. As God bless you, you, Joan. God bless you, uh, everyone who's here, James, um, Creative, um, Rudy, 
Ifoma and a Supreme Spade and Doctor. Bearing in mind you finished a show earlier on and you're here with us. Thank you so much. Um, but yeah, thank you everybody for being here. Um, it's been phenomenal. And this is going to go out as a podcast as well. So people will hear it um, there as well. But um, thank you everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. You're so welcome. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Okay, so um, I just want to say to you, the listeners, I hope you enjoyed the conversation. I hope you are going to try and get to the event. As you can hear, you know, it's really been. Um, it's it's really well run and you know they've put so much into it and they really want you to um come along and enjoy um oh we've got joe jones still there and so anyone anyone wants to say anything before we we we, we come off come off the air no, we're just supporting you to the end oh just bless really- you <laughs> Thank you and lift you up. Honestly, you know, it's, it's not easy to get a radio interview, so, oh. you know, get the message you out. You know what, you know, just, uh, Supreme, would you, because, um, you know, there's a December event going on, would you be able to um, interview um, Joan for, yeah. for the next event? Yeah, um, yeah, I'd like you to, to sort of um, construct it because we'll use the same platform that you've got here. And we'll we'll also do a. Um, I think it should be like a little bit of a a training session plus you know the sorry not training like do a workshop style um, radio show around business. You've got a really good slot, and your show because your show is you know you got you got a really good slot slot time. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But okay. you you can um, put this. Um, this sort of platform that you got here. Do you know what it reminds me of? I don't know how old you are, but remember the Waltons? Remember the family, the Waltons? Oh, good night, John Boy. I do remember the Waltons, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it's the Waltons family here. Yeah, because okay. I, I know Joan wants this to go out to as many places as possible and, um, you know, because it, it's, it's such a good thing that... that um, she's doing with Rudy and um, the, the vendors so yeah yeah most definitely will happen again and there's there's other opportunities that I'll raise to this this platform mm. yeah 